Hello, my good friends. This is Dan Jones with another quiet talk to share with you. Last Sunday was Pentecost. Pentecost comes on the 50th day after Passover. The word Pentecost itself means 50th. It was the festival of harvest when Israel acknowledged the blessing of God in that annual event. For Christians, Pentecost is the day when Jesus kept his promise to pour out the Holy Spirit on the church. Let's read what it says in Acts 2 about this event. When the day of Pentecost arrived, they were all together in one place. And suddenly there came from heaven a sound like a mighty rushing wind, and it filled the entire house where they were sitting. And divided tongues as of fire appeared to them and rested on each one of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. On this day in Jerusalem, 3,000 people came to Christ. There was truly an ingathering of souls on that day of harvest celebration. And that was only the beginning. From Jerusalem, the Holy Spirit-empowered disciples of Jesus Christ went into their world and spread the gospel. The world has never been the same. Because the church was full of the Holy Spirit and power, they could not be ignored. They made a stir everywhere they went. When Paul and his team came to the Macedonian city of Thessalonica, their opponents said, These men who have turned the world upside down have come here also. Those early Christians were average people. They didn't have elite educations. They were not well-connected. They didn't have much money. But they turned their world upside down for Jesus Christ. Jesus had not left them any human resources, no books, no colleges, no TV stations, no websites, no money. But he left them a promise. He said, But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. Jesus kept that promise, and with the outpoured power of the Holy Spirit, they indeed witnessed to the salvation in Jesus Christ to the very ends of the earth. They changed their needy world. Today, the world is just as needy. Even in the last days and weeks, it seems that violence is being unleashed in our own nation like never before. We have seen over the years a breakdown of the family structure, resulting in a generation of young people with no direction, no purpose except the pointless pursuit of pleasure and self-indulgence. And for many, no concept even of who they are as human beings. Suicide rates are higher than we've ever seen. What is the answer? I believe there is only one answer, and that is Jesus Christ, who gave himself for the sin of the world. Our world is seriously estranged from God, headed in an awful direction that none of us dares contemplate. Many have lost all hope for the future. But there is hope, hope in Jesus. Jesus, in his death and resurrection, has broken the bondage of sin and Satan and opened the door 
to eternal life to whoever chooses to walk through it. The world needs this message of salvation, and God has a way to get that message out. That way is us, the church. Unfortunately, the church, at least in our nation, is floundering today. We have wandered off into the ways of the world, seeking to use marketing and advertising to get non-churchgoers to maybe show up at our door. It isn't working. We might ask, looking inward for a moment, why would they want to come join up with us anyway? How are we different from the world at large? Sadly, the answer in many quarters is, we're no different at all. What's the answer? We need a new Pentecost. We need a fresh outpouring of the Holy Spirit on the church today. We have nothing within ourselves that can meet the need of the day. The flesh of man avails nothing. Only the power of Almighty God can make a difference. If the New Testament church turned their world upside down with only the anointing of the Holy Spirit, we must pursue the same method. But how? How can we have a new Pentecost? First, we must come to the realization that, as I said before, we have nothing in ourselves that can get the job done. Jesus said, it is the Spirit who gives life. The flesh is no help at all. The words that I have spoken to you are spirit and life. Modern methods of advancing our Religious ideas are useless. The answer is not more academic education. The answer is certainly not more money. The answer is the power of the Holy Spirit. It's the only answer. But before we can again be filled with God's Spirit, we must be emptied of all that is currently filling our lives and our hearts. We must turn away from the vain things of this world that captivate us. You can't fill up a vessel that is already full of something else. Further, the Holy Spirit does not fill polluted vessels. It's time for top-to-bottom repentance in God's church, as Peter said, for it is time for judgment to begin at the household of God, and if it begins with us, What will be the outcome for those who do not obey the gospel of God? And if the righteous is scarcely saved, what will become of the ungodly and the sinner? This is not a light thing. There must be a serious time of considering our sin and the damage it has done to us and to the mission of Jesus, not to mention the offense against holy God. If you're not sure what this looks like, consider these words from the Old Testament prophet, Joel. Now therefore, says the Lord, turn to me with all your heart, with fasting, with weeping, and with mourning. So rend your heart and not your garments. Return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and of great kindness, and he relents from doing harm. Who knows if he will turn and relent and leave a blessing behind him, a grain offering and a drink offering for the Lord your God. Blow the trumpet in Zion, consecrate a fast, call a sacred assembly, gather the people, sanctify the congregation, assemble the elders, 
Gather the children and nursing babes. Let the bridegroom go out from his chamber and the bride from her dressing room. Let the priests who minister to the Lord weep between the porch and the altar. Let them say, Spare your people, O Lord, and do not give your heritage to reproach, that the nations should rule over them. Why should they say among the peoples, Where is their God? Someday we will all appear before the judgment seat of Christ. He will look into our eyes and into our souls. He knows every secret of our hearts. He will ask us, What did you do with all the blessings and spiritual resources that I provided for you at the cost of my own blood? Did you seek with all your heart the power of the Holy Spirit? Did you go forth into your world with this mighty message of salvation through the blood of Christ? What are we going to say on that day, my dear friend? Let us turn from our sin and our worldliness, and let us cry out for a new outpouring of God's Holy Spirit upon our lives. It is literally the world's only hope. Precious Heavenly Father, O God, convict us of our sin. Give us a hunger for a fresh outpouring of the Holy Spirit, for a new Pentecost. O God, convict us that we might turn from our sin so that we can be clean vessels, that we can be emptied of all that is of the world, Lord, so that we can be filled with God, filled with the power of the Holy Spirit, so that we might go into our world with this message, this life-changing message of faith in Jesus Christ, repentance of sin, so that people's lives can be changed, people can be rescued, we pray. In the precious name of the Lord Jesus Christ, amen. My dear friend, there are some of us who are trying to establish a sort of a beachhead for the gospel in Schenectady, New York. We call ourselves Bread of Life Anglican Church. We meet Sundays at 10 o'clock at the American Legion Hall, which is located at 1809 Union Street in Schenectady. If you don't have a church home, If you live in that area, we would love to meet you. 10 o'clock, Sunday morning, the American Legion Hall, 1809 Union Street. And as always, you may reach me by email at father.danjones at outlook.com. May God richly bless you.